December, the Christmas season, is considered the most wonderful time of the year. And then January comes, and we realize we can't fit into our clothes. It's hard to be the new person in the gym because the people who have been there claim ownership. They don't want you in their way. They're frustrated because you don't know what to do. And now not only are you hungry from trying to cut your calories down, you are also discouraged. As a trainer, I love the energy of January. And as a person who changed their life on a New Year's resolution, I find that there is no better time than the present to get it together. Welcome to One Foot Forward. This is your girl, Tasha. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody. I hope you are having a fantastic day so far and you are getting it, whatever it is done. Again, I want to thank you all so much for the feedback on the podcast. It is sort of overwhelming. I decided to sit in the closet one day and do a podcast and there it is. And so I appreciate the support. I appreciate the feedback and I appreciate the suggestions. As for the question as to whether I'm going to do interviews, well, the technical side of that I haven't quite figured out yet, but as I seek real people with real experiences, I will most certainly bring them on. Different voices, different perspectives are always good as we are trying to change. So in the intro, like I talked about, January is a trip. (laughs) It is a trip. I've been working in gym since 2004. But my first real experience in a gym that had staying power was in January 2002 when I realized I was almost 200 pounds again and I was not having it. I went to the Y and I signed up for a membership. The Y had what was called Open Doors Program and I don't know if they still have that, that they give you a membership based on your income and I was a single parent and so it was super helpful and it was a sacrifice, y'all. It still wasn't cheap. It was a sacrifice, but I knew I had to do something. So my coworker and I decided that we were going to lose weight together. So the next day I took off and I probably was somewhere trying to shop or do something. I don't know what I was doing. That was before the days of Google and extensive research. But I came back to the office the next day and she was throwing bars at me. And I was like, what in the world is wrong with you? And she said, I'm pregnant. And so just like that, I was on my fitness journey alone. I remember going into the gym and I didn't know what to do. I had only played around with weights, but nothing had really stuck. And the young lady behind the desk walked me through a program. Honestly, y'all, I kept the same program for six months. I don't think I ever increased the weights. I'm not even sure I knew to do that. And so for six months... Three to four times a week, I went in with my little card and did my exercises. I also got into Pilates and my teacher's name was Andrew and I adored him. And one of the things that I remember doing 
that I'm not really good about doing now was that I was working as a neighborhood organizer and we could schedule meetings for each other and I would block it off. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, you do not set me a meeting because I'm going to see Andrew and that is it. There are times working as a neighborhood organizer that you don't work banker's hours. So there are times I had to go in early and take my son to daycare early. And y'all, I know all about the parent guilt, but I'm going to tell you, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Or I would have to leave work early and leave him there later. I couldn't really get there on the weekends. Not because I technically couldn't, but I was dating this guy, i.e. my husband, and he lived out of town and he came in town on the weekends. And so I just gave it up. That's another podcast. What helped me was not only the consistency of doing the exercises, and I did cut my calories. I mentioned in another podcast that I had done Slim Fast and I was learning how to eat salads and things like that. But I never felt discouraged by anybody in the gym. Now, there were people in my life that were like, oh my gosh, um, you're going to lose your booty, like as if that's the worst thing in the world, which I didn't lose it, but... They weren't exactly encouraging, but when I went to the gym, I remember there was a guy specifically one day and he was like, wow, you know, you're really in here. You're losing weight. You're doing good. Well, I didn't get on the scale. Getting on the scale wasn't a thing for me. Not often. And I got on the scale as soon as he said something to me, I had lost 10 pounds and I had no idea. I was just working, trying to get better. I find that the the environment of the gym in January is a little rare, like <laughs> catty. I get that people feel ownership of certain spaces. And I have taught a million group fitness classes and I know who's going to be where because it's their spot, just like your pew at church. But it's not very welcoming. It's almost as if They don't want other people to come in. They're not going to stay anyway. They're only here for New Year's resolutions. And my response is, so what? But when you're new, you can feel that. I feel the stress of it and I'm not even coming in new. You're walking in and everything looks hard. I remember not being able to be on the elliptical for five minutes. Five minutes. I just wanted to do the elliptical for five minutes. Now equipment is a lot more fancy and you have all these things hanging out of machines and attachments and people grinning in the gym and walking around with their gallon um, water jugs. It's intimidating. It's very intimidating. And as women, it can oftentimes be intimidating to go into the weight room because that's not where you see a lot of women all the time. There's a little bit of apprehension. And so where do you start? When you feel like they don't want you there, you're already very discouraged about where you are in your journey. What do you do? Figure out the easiest thing and go to it. That's my like off the top suggestion. Find a treadmill. There's a button that says quick start. Press it. Start walking. That's it. And I get that there is anxiety about people watching you 
And there are times, if I can just be honest, that I feel that as well. But the truth of the matter is people are so in tune to themselves that they don't care that much about you. And I say that with all love. People are not watching your butt. They're not watching your belly. They're not looking at your clothes. They're trying to get their workout. And they may be thinking someone else is looking at them as well. So get to the thing, the first thing that you even remotely recognize. The second thing is to survey the root fitness schedule. Now, I'm a dancer. So when I was taking cardio classes, please believe it was something that was hip hop, um, booty shaking, something like that. Because that's what I did in my regular life. If I found something that I enjoyed, then I would stick with it. If I was trying to force myself to do something that I hate it, I'm not going to stick with it. I've never been athletic in my life. Like I'm a dancer and I teach boot camp classes, but I don't gravitate toward boot camp classes because I don't do sports drills because I don't play sports. I never have. So survey the group fitness schedule. See what resonates with you. Are you a swimmer? Do you even like water? Maybe there are awkward classes. Maybe you want to lift weights and you don't know how. There are body pump classes and body sculpting classes. Maybe you were a dancer or a gymnast and flexibility is your thing. Maybe try yoga, all different types of yoga. There's something for everybody, for everybody. Then comes the weight room. Now, I suggest personally that everybody lift weights. As we get older, we're losing bone density. And so we need the strength training to help us from having so much loss. Most people don't realize that when you go into the gym, they have people on staff who will write you out a program and walk through it with you. This is the service of the gym and it does not cost anything. That is the difference between having a staff person at the gym walk you through a program and a personal trainer. Now, the staff people, lots of them at our gym, a lot of these are students who are um, kinesiology majors or they've played sports or they weight train. And so they're learning and they pretty much know what they're doing. A personal trainer is going to be someone who can work with you in depth, one-on-one, more than once about your specific needs and goals. That was my first job in the gym. I signed people up for memberships and then I walked them through programs, which is how I know it exists. Don't be afraid to go in and ask, is this a service that you all offer? I would like to start lifting weights, but I don't understand. Now, if you have the financial means to hire a personal trainer, and I don't mean a personal trainer on YouTube because they cannot talk back to you when you're arching your back in a shoulder press. If you have the means, consider getting a personal trainer for six to eight weeks just to get into a flow and see how you like it. I have clients that I've had for seven, eight years, and I have some that I only had for seven or eight sessions. The idea is to get you where you want to be. No shame, no embarrassment. This is what I need, and this is what I want to do, period. So this week is going to be the week where attendance increases. People always think it's New Year's Day, and it's really not. I work at a university gym, which means 
I have the first, the, the real hardcore gym course come back like that first week of January, then the students come. But what happens is that this was a three day weekend. People wanted to kick it one more time before they got into the gym. So now the energy is high and people are focused whether they're going to keep it or not we can still feed off of it and we can be that person to change the narrative. So even if you've never kept a New Year's resolution ever in your life does not mean that 2019 cannot be the time. Go in and find something that's familiar or looks easy. A bike, a treadmill, elliptical, they all have quick start buttons. Maybe even start walking around the track. We have a track in our gym. Number two, group fitness survey. What resonates with you, who you already are at the core and go with that. And number three, ask them if they can help set you up on a program. The program stays in the gym, y'all. You just pick up the card and you check off what you're doing every time you come in. As far as the attitude of people who are in the gym, and you know what I mean, not in the head and you're not going to do this and dot, you know, whatever. That's something that you just have to overcome. If your health is that important to you, then you can just step over them because they don't have to live your life. You have to be bold in pursuit of what's going to make you better. And that's it. I wish you luck with this. I wish you focus with this. And I hope you go in there and prove them wrong, and I'll be looking for you in my classes in December. As always, feel free to hit me up for support, hiphealthychick at gmail.com, or on most social media platforms at hiphealthychick. I want to see you be where you want to be. Trust me, I'm right behind you. Talk to y'all soon. Peace.